I mean, how important is it, Jill, for the Prime Minister to appear before a committee like this and be questioned by senior MPs? I think it's really important. I mean, Boris Johnson's gone for uh, almost nine months as Prime Minister without appearing before the Liaison Committee. And we've had this big row in Parliament about uh, the government installing uh, a chair chosen by members rather than chosen among the select committee chairs, as has happened before. So this really is a chance for him to face some more detailed grillings. Remember some of those scenes we saw of Hilary Benn and Yvette Cooper in particular in the last parliament grilling Theresa May over the detail of her um, Brexit plans. So I think, you know, we'll have Michael Gove and David Frost talking about Brexit at the House of Lords Committee at one o'clock. Be very interesting to see that. Very interesting to see the dynamics between the two of them, because when Michael Gove was asked about, you know, whether David Frost worked for him, he said, no, no, we both work for the prime minister. So it's going to be quite interesting to, to see the dynamics there. Uh, so I expect quite a lot of questioning from the Prime Minister about Brexit, uh, quite a lot of questioning about the new immigration policy uh, and a whole range of other issues. Some of the things, you know, that we saw last week, the reversal on the migrant charge for uh, mm. for care workers. So I think there's going to be a lot of questioning because there are a lot of select committee chairs who've been waiting quite a lot of time to get their mitts on the Prime Minister. <laughs> You've mentioned Brexit um, and the trade talks. Uh, where are we? And do you think and agree with ministers who say there'll be no extension to the transition period? Uh, I think it's pretty clear. This will probably come up a lot next Wednesday. I think it's pretty clear that this government uh, isn't going to ask for an extension by the deadline within the withdrawal agreement uh, of the end of June and uh, has made it clear, David Frost made it clear, that if the EU proposed an extension, the UK would say no. So uh, so I think we're going to lose that extension clause. There was an interesting idea floated last week by a former uh, Brexit advisor at number 10, Raoul Ruperol, who suggested that actually what they should do is to include another implementation period. We've had implementation periods before, uh, currently in one, uh, an implementation period in a sort of conditional trade deal so that that would give businesses time to prepare if there was a trade deal concluded in the autumn. That, that might appeal to the government. Don't know, as long as they don't have to call it an extension of the transition. But I, I think it'll be very interesting because I think what we're going to see from both Gove and Frost this week is the sort of more of the sort of very macho, uh, you know, digging in noises that we saw last week in the letter that David Frost sent Michel Barnier, basically saying that the EU wasn't playing by the rules, the EU was ignoring their own precedents, and why were they offering such a bad deal to the UK? And I think right. this week we're going to hear uh, more of that, I think, from David Frost and Michael Gove. What we don't know, of course, is whether there are sort of back channels opening up for uh, bits of movement. Uh, we can't right. see any of that on the surface at the moment. 